Yeah, you know, starting that whole revolution, you know, down with the, the witch doctors. Ah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Up with the witch doctors. We got Mojo yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> so My favorite I see thing a big... is Die Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> This is a presentation of Dawn Forge Productions. You're listening to Shattered Soulstone, Episode 75. Rest in Pepperonis, Season 1. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download at bit.ly slash sspbook. That's bit.ly slash sspbook. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPod or MP3 player. Strap in, folks. This is going to be fun. Nevik. Coming to you from a half-empty bottle of white wine. Lantonio. I found a nice little trifecta last night in uh, Hardcore that I'm hoping makes me loaded. Brasia. Oh, wait. wait a minute. What happened? Like, you lose five seconds of your life. You wake up. Chill. It gives you 38.2 yummies per second, with 13 to 38 yummies and 150 nom nom noms per second. Coming to you from the dark recesses of the proverbial Dawn Forge pouch, this is episode 75 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. It is Thursday, February 5th, and I am your returning host, Nevik. I'm joined by two of my co-joeys, our fourth musketeer is unfortunately sick with bronchitis, but Brasia, I know that it's cold there, and you're you're escaping the cold to more cold, so is oh, that fun? It's going to be so much fun. I'm leaving to go to Chicago to warm up. <laughs> I mean, it's, how many it's times a little less cold that? there, huh? Yeah, like I'm going to be literally 20 degrees warmer just going to Chicago. Go from minus three to twenty degrees. <laughs> <laughs> so you're gonna be you're gonna be walking around in shorts and short sleeves, and you'll be like, "Oh, this is nice." Exactly. I'm gonna bring my Hawaiian shirt. I'm I'm all set. <laughs> <laughs> and Jen, how are you? I'm surviving. I'm having a really bad allergy day, so I don't know if my voice will last the show, but I'm here and I'm gonna try. Well, if it's any consolation, uh, I don't know if the rain helps in terms of allergens for you. I mean, I, I'm sure it pulls what's in the air down to the ground, but then I, right. But then after that, when the sun comes back out, then the plants go crazy. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, rain is good because uh, the rain and the water will take all the particulate matter out of the sky, you know, for a while and out of the air. Yeah. So that's good. But when it stops, um, yeah, the plants here go nuts. <laughs> Like you'd think it's you'd think it's been raining for like forty days and forty nights. Where these plants are like, oh my god, spread pollen now! You know? Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Um, so I don't do so well during that part of it, but uh, the rain itself, while it's raining, will be good. Yeah, we're expecting I think one to two inches of rain tonight. Oh, or or maybe oh, that that'd be good. Actually, Is no, it tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, starting tonight into tomorrow. Okay, that's disgusting. Yep. Well, I mean, we need it, you know. Well, there's a drought, though. There's a big old drought going on. I'm going to have to bust out my rain shovel and, you know, (laughs) (laughs) shovel the driveway. Don't even talk about shovel. (laughs) Holy crap. All right, let me just tell you, before we get any further, in the one-week time, we went from 
whatever we want on the list. Number two um, on the list of cities with population over 100,000 people with the snowier city. All right, we're only behind oh, Erie, wow. Pennsylvania. We're like wow. we're snowier than Buffalo. It's nuts. No. Okay, yeah, my little town. Wow. Oh man, Leviathan would totally understand this. Uh, I'm sure he's, yep. he's not that far from me. Good old Worcester. Let me just tell you, first snowfall was 34 and a half inches, and then four days later, another 17.4 inches was dumped on us, and then like another three days later, another 18. It's like, oh my God, we stop it. <laughs> We're supposed well, to have another I... storm come in on Monday. Ugh. Yeah. And, uh, I'm I'm ready. I'm gone. I'm going to Florida. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if uh, this system that's moving through uh, Northern California is gonna, if it's gonna, you know, migrate its way across the country. Because usually that somewhat happens. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know how the jet stream's working right now, but uh, yeah. So maybe, who knows? <laughs> you you might go to Chicago and you might get dumped on. Oh, I'm expecting that. It is Chicago. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something other than the weather because you know this isn't your small talk podcast this is a diablo <laughs> community podcast so brazia what uh, have you been up to oh man um well i was trying to make sure that i finished up uh where i wanted to be i wanted to hit thanks to jen's motivation i wanted to hit paragon 100 on my software core character i figured eh, if i had time i'd go into my hardcore a little bit but didn't that didn't go very long uh i still <laughs> though have my witch doctor named nevik loves me from my oh <laughs> it's a perfect name yeah i was waiting for you to come back so i could just make sure i mentioned that um it was my seasonal hardcore character i think he's level 10 oh <laughs> so well, it goes to go. show that nevik didn't love him that much well actually <laughs> maybe i love him more Oh, there we go. I don't know. I don't know how that's supposed to work. No, but my softcore character, uh, Summer, was the one I was really spending time on. So she got her to level 100. Um, Yay! Yeah. Congrats. Yay, that's you. awesome. Yay. I did that, I think, about an hour or so before I joined uh, Dread on um, Skype and Shield. And mm -hmm. uh, so I got that. I was happy about that. Um couldn't like for whatever reason my last six runs in the rift i could not get a greater rift um, fragment i'm just like oh. really bad luck with that so i have no idea what happened but that's okay i'm not too worried about it I finished up with that and then right now i'm just kind of consolidating my gear and it comes to find out most of my gear is pretty similar between my seasonal and non-seasonal as far as strength and ability Mm -hmm. What the, the major difference is the playstyle of it. Like I noticed, my seasonal gear was a lot of fire plus plus fire damage, so I had a lot of build around that. My non-seasonal was a lot of plus poison um, oh. extra gear, so it's kind of like I'm looking between both of them. I had some similar items like the tall man's finger, but the tall man's finger I have my seasonal was better because of course I a gem socket in there. Mm -hmm. And then I had uh, Homunculus on my non-seasonal. So it's kind of like, it's neat just trying to get those two sets together and see which one kind of balances out or works better or, 
you know, so I was having a little bit of fun with that today. Not quite where I want it to be, though. I was hoping I would actually have a little bit better gear overall, like some one item or two that would be like, wow, that's just completely so much better. And it doesn't quite seem that way, so which means I probably need to be pushing a lot higher, maybe Paragon level-wise, during seasons to really kind of beat what I'm doing non-season right now. Well, if... I mean, Warlord's Draenor is now a couple months old, yeah. and you'll be able to at least devote a little bit more time into Season 2. Oh, yeah. You won't have a big expansion to worry about, and leveling, and garrisons, and more garrisons. So. <laughs> All the garrisons. But, uh, yeah, now a couple of people on our on my raid team, all we've been talking about the last few times we raided it, Season 2 coming up. We're like, yeah, can't wait for Season 2 to come out so we can start doing that. Yeah, by the way, we, we should, uh, I, I don't know if all of our listeners already know, but Season 2 is set to drop the day before VD. Yeah, so, so no so VD this year. Yeah, Blizzard, Blizzard <laughs> loves 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 its uh, Diablo players so much, they're like, here, why don't you be single for VD? <laughs> or It's just Valentine's Day, guys, it's a Hallmark holiday, celebrate <laughs> right. another day, you know, I'll be playing D3, that's what I'll be doing. Yeah, see? <laughs> you know, maybe Sean will play too. Yeah. That's it. Be in love with somebody like me. Jen. There you go. See? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be more people out there like me, I would think. But I don't know. I think so. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. I I see here that um, both of you put down in the show notes that you logged how many achievement points you, acc- <laughs> you accrued during the uh, season. I did not think to do that. <laughs> I only did that because I was listening to. Um, I'm sorry, I'm forgetting. That I should know Westmark Workshop. Sorry, and I heard that you were supposed to have at least 400 seasonal achievement points to get transmog. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to yeah. make sure. Like I, for some reason, don't remember getting that many. Like I was surprised I had 1600. Oh, that's mm-hmm. a good number. Yeah. yeah, I don't think it was for the transmog though. Oh, it wasn't okay. I think you for had the to, for the transmog. You had to hit level seventy. The yeah, the achievement, uh, the achievement points thing was for the banner stuff. Yeah. Oh. Each portion, each little uh, achievement in that section unlocked a different piece of the banner. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, yeah. I, I just don't don't pay enough attention to achievements. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I was just kind of glad that I did that. I'm like, all oh, right, you know what? I feel like now I've set a bunch of benchmarks of saying, okay. These are things that I know I should be able to do every time we have a season. So try to, you know, hit those le- numbers and, and, like, beat Paragon 100 next time. Maybe get more achievements in 1600. You know, try to get my gear uh, up there where, you know, I think I would had, like, 600,000 damage and then, like, 5 million. You know, I know those weren't high numbers, but uh, 5 million. Um, oh, what do you call toughness. It? Thank you, toughness. I wanted to call it defense. I'm like, duh. Um, <laughs> not that. Well, <laughs> but you know, it's just like now I have like a good benchmark, even though I know the next season should be shorter. That maybe kind of puts a little more urgency on it. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. But man, Jen, wow, you have so many more than points than I do. <laughs> I have a lot, yeah. But that was um, that was one of my goals. Like when I started this season, I wanted to like I decided before the first season started that I was going to do the first season just to see what it was, you know. And once I started, I thought, well, I'm going to really push myself and see what I can do. 
um, with a softcore character because I figured I could get further with that than hardcore, right? <laughs> and um, so my first goal was I wanted to hit 70, level 70, because I wanted the transmog. And I got that. And then I wanted to get um, Paragon 100, which I think, didn't we just say that's what unlocks the banner stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Is that it? Okay. Um, so I wanted that. And my other goal was just to see how many achievements I could get. You know, so I mean, I was running through, uh, I spent a big chunk of this season in story mode, which might not have been the wisest move, but I ended up with a lot of achievement points. I ended up with 3,530 total in the seasonal. But see, some of those um, were achievements, they weren't just seasonal achievements, obviously, they were ones that I hadn't gotten yet in the regular, so they counted for, you know, like my regular achievement points went up as a result. Right. But... Yeah, but it was they're pretty comparable. The numbers weren't too different, you know, between the two, so I somehow got a lot of achievements. Um, some of them I set out to do intentionally and some of them were just like, Oh, that's an achievement. Cool. <laughs> you know? No idea. Um, but I did like the uh, the pinked achievement where you dye your armor pink and go kill all the bosses and through Act Four and then I did the um, the I blew myself achievement where you dye your armor blue <laughs> and uh, go kill all the bosses all the way up through Act 5. Um, so, I mean, I, some of those I sought out to do, but the rest I think just kind of, I don't know, they just kind of happened, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, and I did hit uh, Paragon 100, which was a big deal for me because I've never gotten a character all the way from level 1 to level 70 and then to Paragon 100 before. I'd, like, missed out on that before Sharagon. I wasn't even close. So this was kind of, like, my way of actually, you know, doing that little piece that everybody else has already done mm-hmm. you know, previously. <laughs> so that was kind of cool. And I ended up on uh, Paragon 123, um, which, when my character got moved over after the season ended, the Sharagon was 129. And previous to that, I had, I think my Paragon, or Sharagon previous to that, was 35. Right. So I'm looking at this going, yeah, I played a lot. Wow. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a lot of stuff. Um, so other than that, the last part of the season, I was working on getting the uh, seasonal achievements for bounties, where you have to do 100 bounties in Act 1, 100 in Act 2, you know, and yeah. all the way through. Mm-hmm. I got Act 1, and I got Act 2. Wow. And I went on figuring, and it, I mean, and I, you know, if you've listened to previous shows, I was saying that, oh yeah, Teriel's not giving me any more bounties. I don't know what happened. And it was just <laughs> me not standing on the actual right. thing, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, I could have possibly gotten more had I not screwed up in that way. <laughs> you know, it might have worked out. But I remember, you know, I thought the season had ended, and I got on the day that, you know, that I thought had ended and it was still there and I thought okay I'm going to try to get you know act three uh, achievements for the paragon and I was not even close and I'm watching the countdown pop up I'm like okay that's not going to happen <laughs> you know <laughs> that's the end of that but I got two of them so that's something um, mm. other than that I think since last show I was talking about my barbarian army build that I put together um, it's viable through uh, T3 but I don't know beyond there because I didn't really take it there but I added to it I've now got the maximus sword and uh have a demon on a chain. Right. So, I mean, so you put it all together, you've got your character, the three ancients, which you get for having three pieces of the Immortal King set and a Ring of Royal Grandeur, which gives you that fourth bonus point. Um, And then my Templar has a uh, a Templar... um, What's the word? I think I wrote it down somewhere. Like a Templar token or whatever where he can't die. Right. So you have a total of, between you, the three ancients, the Templar that won't die, and 
the demon you get from Maximus, it's six characters running around on the screen yeah. <laughs> with a barbarian. It's not like a pet build kind of thing. So I was having fun with that for a while. <laughs> that was probably the most fun uh, selection of gear I've had the whole season, and I'm going to keep using that, I think. It's pretty cool. Um, I've got my first Ancient Legendary. I didn't know I was even going to get one. I got one. I never got past T3, but I got one anyway. It's the uh, St. Archie's Gauge, their gloves. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it was funny. I was using like a legendary of that, and then I got the ancient legendary. I'm like, well, I'll just switch over. <laughs> That's right. kind of nice. <laughs> you know, okay, thank you. Exactly what I needed. You know? um, so that was kind of fun. And I was really surprised how smooth the season flipped over. You know, once the season ended, they did the countdown, and then you got logged out, and then your character was just, like, right there in non-season, or in regular. Poof. And you could start picking up all your loot out of the mail. Just like that. Like, m a minute later, it seemed like. I mean, that was impressive. I expected things to go wonky, you know, because it's the first season. Well, I guess we're glad that 212 came out when it did then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked really smooth, so then I was, like, pulling all the stuff out of the... Um, out of the mail and trying to figure it out and I I think the gear that I picked up in the season was better than what I'd picked up previously but you know I hadn't I spent so much time on this character compared to how much time I've spent on previous characters it may have just something to do with that by itself but I've noticed that some of the pieces of the Immortal King's gear don't match up to the pieces from season one because I've got um, I've got another barbarian that's at level 70 that was previous to the season, and she had some of the pieces of the Immortal Kings, and I was putting some of the ones that I found, and it's not tracking as though I've got like four pieces when I have four pieces. It's tracking as three because one of them's old, you know. So you might want to look at that closely if uh, if you're trying to mix set pieces from previous to the season and season, see if that has a thing, you know. In theory, they should work. The only, your non-seasonal barbarian, was she level mm -hmm. 70? She was, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, yeah. She wasn't using any legacy Immortal Kings gear, was she? From Yeah, well, from regular, yeah. So, so From before the season. Right, but I, I'm talking about legacy in terms of uh, level 60 Immortal Kings stuff. I don't think so, I'd have to check. Because I know that those won't work. Those won't line up. Maybe, maybe one of those pieces was, then. I'll have to check and see if that's the problem. Yeah, I'm not sure. But yeah, I don't know. Just a but just an idea. I'll have to check. That could be the problem with it. That would make sense. So anyway, that was kind of the end of my season. And uh, now I'm going to go, like I've been saying, I was trying to get, I had a wizard, I was trying to get to level 70. And I got him to level 60 and then season one hit and he's been ignored since then. So I'm going to go ahead and try to get him to level 70. That's kind of where I'm at. I've got now two softcore barbarians at level 70, one softcore demon hunter at 70, and hopefully a wizard soon. Yeah, that's... That's great. Are you really looking forward to playing Hardcore Demon Hunter in Season 2? Yeah, I think it's going to be fun, because it's going to be a completely different playing style than I did in Season 1. And I know, like, there were a couple of times where I burned out in Season 1, because I was playing so much more than I typically would have been. And if it's such a different playing style, at least that portion of it will feel new. Mm -hmm. Even if, you know, there's no, like, new seasonal achievements or whatever, um, that part's going to be different. Right. And I hope that doesn't get me killed, because right now I'm used to, you know, a, a barbarian with an army that doesn't really die, that can plow through anything. <laughs> and I'm going to a demon hunter that's going to be brand new and hardcore, so um, I don't know how well I'm going to do, but I'll try. Yeah, well, I, I've heard that, uh, I think it was uh, Nineball over on Westmarch Workshop who said 
you can't really truly consider yourself a hardcore player with a capital H until you've lost a well-geared high-level character. So, oh, and, yeah. and then okay. jump right back in. Absolutely yeah. true. <laughs> well, of course, you know. Yeah, I don't know, like, I want to get a character to 70 in Season 2 because I want the transmog. There's two more pieces of that transmog that'll get unlocked at 70. Two of them, you know, came in Season 1. There'll be two in Season 2 and two in Season 3 for that whole, like, I don't know. It's not really a set, you know, <laughs> but it's like a transmog set, I guess. So I don't know what I will do exactly if my Demon Hunter dies before 70. Like, will I do another Demon Hunter in Hardcore? Will I play it safe and go to Softcore? I don't know yet. I'm going to figure it out when it happens. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can always take the advice, the immortal words from, um, you know, Master Doe, and it's a run, 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 stop, shoot, run, 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 stop, shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lead the monsters around the turrets, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> but as as long as you don't push it beyond hard, I, I'm pretty confident that you'll get to 70. I hope so. Because all you really have to do is focus on gearing, uh, you know, vitality, and mm-hmm. uh, you, you should be fine. Because hard is not too difficult. Um, the real sticking point is once you start getting up to level 50, the monster scaling starts to outpace the gear, and then, then it levels out. And then uh, right around level 64, you really want to be careful, because that's when the scaling starts to... Uh, of the monsters starts to outscale the gear that drops, so. Good to know, yeah. Well, we'll see what happens, you know. Yeah. So yeah, let me take a drink of water, and then uh, and then I'll update everybody on what I've been up to for the past. Oh, I don't know what it's been. Two months since I've been on the show. I don't know if it's been that long. It's been a while, so you probably have lots to tell us. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not going to go into the personal stuff that that um, that caused me to step away from the show. For, at least for a little while but I did get um, hot and heavy with uh, playing my hardcore seasonal monk when 212 dropped I think I played more than I've ever played except for like right at the beginning of Diablo 3 and at the beginning of Reaper of Souls yeah um, I I think yeah I lost my first monk I that, that was a while back and I reported on that and uh I lost my second monk. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, he died on Super Bowl Sunday uh, oh. at 11.59 a.m. and uh, p- Pacific time, of course. And I, I have to admit, I'm still a little salty about it. Not so... I'm not, like, super angry about it, but there's just a little bit of salt in, in that wound still because he died in a Greater Rift 37, and I had previously cleared a Greater Rift 39. And I was like, all right, you know, that bumped me up to rank 18 on the leaderboards. I was like, sweet, let's see if I can push higher, you know, get into the single digits. Well, at that point, the only way to move up was to clear a greater of 40. And I was like, okay, well, let's try to get a greater of 40 key. Well, after six runs in the trials, I had, I think I had two 36s, two 38s, a 37, and a 39. And I was just wait no that's more that's like seven, but um, <laughs> I lost track. I'm like wait. What? So I was like I was like all right I don't want to keep doing this because this is frustrating because the trials when you're trying to shoot for those high level keys, oh, the the density and the way that the monsters spawn in and or the types of monsters that spawn in cause 
you know, just it's random. So it, sometimes it's really difficult to guarantee that you can, uh, um, for example, in order to get a greater of 40, I would have had to have gotten to the Rift Trial Wave 43 and then, you know, get out of there before dying. And the highest I could do, I think, was 42. And I was just like, oh, this is so frustrating. So I was like, all right, plan B. I had a 37, and I thought, okay, well, if I clear this in pretty decent time, I should be able to upgrade the key to 40. I went with that, and I hopped into the rift, and it was uh, it was one of those Act 4 where the, you're in the like the uh, corrupted cathedral areas. And I, sh I should have just listened to my gut. I kept getting champion packs that had just awful, awful co combinations of affixes. And not only was it terrible combinations, it was also the um, the guys from Act 5 with the blades on their arms. I cannot remember their their monster type right off the top from of my head. Act 5 with the blades on their arms. The, the big hulking uh, guys. They jump in when they... Is it Executioner? Yeah. Or... Yeah, okay, execute. it might be that. Mm -hmm. So they were all Executioners, and it was just it was terrible, terrible combinations of Apexes. But I was doing okay, and I was like... I had a couple close calls, and I was like, well, you know, NDE hasn't procced, so I, you know, and this is Greater Rift 37, I should be okay. And I got to the, I, um, I don't know if you're familiar where, um, sometimes there will be like, uh, four staircases leading up to a center. Well, I mm -hmm. had gone down one of them, and then at the bottom, I don't even remember, I don't think it was a champion or elite pack, or I had just killed a champion in elite pack. And then I had gotten by the stairs, and then all of a sudden, I think, um, oh, I, I know, it was the uh, little um, angel imp guys that uh, show up later in Act 5, and they all jumped and surrounded me. I was like, okay. I think those oh. are assassins. Yeah. I think. So I was like. They're fast. Yeah. They're fast little guys, and they do travel in packs. Yep. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, let's dash out of this. And I hit my dashing strike, and nothing happened. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I hit dashing strike again, nothing happened. And I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> and then okay. all of a sudden, my near-death experience procced, and I was spamming on my dashing strike key, never moved. And then, poof, I was dead. Oh. Aww. So... Yeah, I don't know if it was just a weird lag input, like uh, input lag spike that I got, but I I couldn't move. Now in retrospect, I should have realized that the combination of monsters that I was facing was um, dangerous, and should have just said, you know what, nah, I I I don't need to push this right now. Because I had just cleared Greater Rift 39, and I was like on a high, and I was like, yeah, I can do Greater Rift 40. Yeah, no problem, I can do this. <laughs> well, no, I, I I, could have, but uh, yeah, got that lag, and poof, down he went. And I was like, yeah, I'm done with Season 1 now. <laughs> oh. So at that time, I was rank 18, and then I, I would check in. Like, I checked in after the Super Bowl was over, and congratulations to the Patriots so, you know they they came back and oh my goodness Brasia I really thought for a second when when curse caught that pass I was like no this can't be happening again to the Patriots oh yeah that, that's exactly what we all thought <laughs> yeah it was like another miracle catch it's like well there we go and then <laughs> oh what a game I was freaking out but anyways 
Um, <laughs> so I checked in. I think I had slipped to rank 22 or 23, and I was like, well, you know, that's still really good. And then by the end of season one, I had slipped to rank 26, and I was like, well, that kind of stinks, but at the same time, I never... At the beginning of season one, I never even thought I would break the top 100, let alone the top 50, and almost the top 25. I mean, so I'm very, very, very proud of what I was able to accomplish in a very short period of time. I, those ancient items, they came in at a really good time, and not to mention the changes to the Sunwoko's gear, and the fact that I had a well-rolled incense torch of the Grand Temple, that helped if only an ancient one had dropped for me. I'm still looking for one, though. But yeah, so I closed out season one with 471 Paragon levels. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, I played quite a bit. I uh -huh. think when 212 dropped, I was like in the 320 range. So I got over 150 in about three weeks. And uh, at that level, it's billions of experience that you need in order to level up. And uh, I think Jage was saying... When he was approaching 800, it was like trillions of experience that you need at that point or something like that. So, yeah, that's something to look forward to. But uh, so before I closed out season one, I just I had this good idea. I was like, you know what? I don't want to deal with having all my stash mailed to me. And I had some character slots available. So I created some character slots with the uh, the implicit purpose of moving the stash onto them. That way, I didn't have to deal with the mail, and I just had, you know, all the stash on them. And I so you made a bank halt. Yeah, essentially, two. because I did. <laughs> yeah. I did not want to run the risk of accidentally deleting some of my um, mailed to, you know, everything being mailed to you. Evidently, some people mm -hmm. have been having some issues with accidentally clicking on the trash icon Ooh. instead of. Well, they're right next to each other. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. It's so, kind of like okay. Yeah, it, it, if you're going to play Season 2, and if you do have some extra character slots, do what I did. Create some extra characters, move your stash onto them. Well, you might want to actually scrutinize what you're holding on to, and then decide, well, you know, I don't really need this, and then salvage what you can, and then just move everything onto, onto your bank alts, and then, then it's a lot easier to move to deal with your seasonal stash. So that's what I did. And good thinking. Yeah. And so yeah, after after season one closed out, I went from four seventy one to four seventy six. So pr prior to season one I was at Paragon one oh one, I think, with uh my hardcore monk. And so yeah, that translated into only five extra levels. But Whoa. it makes sense <laughs> because you know it's billions of experience you need at that point. Mm-hmm. So then I was like, well, you know what? What am I going to do? Am I going to play my... Well, prior to Season 1 closing out, I was like, well, I don't want to play my hardcore characters because if I lose another hardcore character in Season 1, I'm just going to be, like, really, really salty. So I started playing my softcore monk. You know, the one that originally caused me to go to hardcore because I was so sick of not getting a ring, a ring of royal grandeur. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. I remember that one. Yep. Yeah. Second, Roger Cash out popped a, a legendary ring and I was like no way it exists it exists I mean of course I was doing it torment four but uh, <laughs> so I had, I had a good shot at, at doing um at, at getting a legendary and so the second one out popped a uh, ring of royal grandeur I'm like yes finally finally 
And I, uh, and I think I also had a Unity drop, and I had a Unity already in my stash, so now I'm able to push Torment 6 with my Softcore Monk. And oh, nice. His damage isn't wow. quite there for single target, but uh, he, can, he can clear, you know, just huge mobs of enemies using sh um, Exploding Palm with the Shocking Grasp rune. So that, that's been a lot of fun. And then season one closed out, and then I was like, you know what? What am I going to do? I, I was like at a real crossroads. I was like, am I going to play softcore or hardcore monk? And I was like, well, hmm. I saw somebody had a spectrum. And I was like, you know what? I've never went farming for a spectrum. So I decided to go start farming for a spectrum with my hardcore monk, oh. <laughs> Clementine. So I dusted I. I moved my uh, my gear that I had stored, my backup gear, I guess you could say, uh, that my third seasonal monk had. So I moved that all onto Clementine, and then I decided, well, you know what? I don't need this backup monk. Let's let's just take everything off. And I made sure that I took everything off my follower as well because he had some good gear too. And then I said, well, what is the best way? You know, what? what's the best swan song for a character? And I thought, well, you know what? It might be a little dangerous to try to get to a certain, to a couple of different bosses. But then I thought, oh, wait, Zoltan Cool, I can get to him, no problem. So I was like, let's see if I can kill Zoltan Cool with absolutely zero gear at Torment 6. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> challenge. Yep. And, mm -hmm. uh, well, I didn't really try the challenge because I just kamikazed into a tornado and... I was like, that's it. She's done. Now <laughs> to focus on Clementine. And, uh, yeah, my Clementine, she is easily handling Torment 6. I'm not going to push Greater Rifts right now because I really don't want to lose another hardcore monk at the moment because she does have some good gear, and I would really like to get another Incense Torch of the Grand Temple so that I can rebuild my Holy Bell monk. Mm. Oh, that build was so much fun so much fun but she's having a lot of fun um i'm using the lightning pillar rune for wave of light and i have an ancient uh ancient version of sever an ancient version of what's her other weapon that she's using i think it's a job no not jawbreaker sledge fist i think it is the one that's that has a like up to a 50 percent chance to stun enemies on hit so oh okay it's not it's not quite as effective as my Holy Bell, but it's still pretty, pretty darn powerful. Her DPS is uh, right around one million. Uh, I mean, it scales a little bit higher, but um, and her toughness I think starts at thirty-five million, something like that. Wow. And it's uh, a lot. Yeah, I'm. I part of me wants to start to try to uh, reacquire the gems that I had. That I lost because I lost a rank 40 Miranai, that's the smite gem, and I lost a rank 39 Taiguk, which is the one where every time you spend a primary resource you gain a stack, that gives you plus, uh, or gives you a half percentage of attack, or yeah, it's either attack speed or damage or something like that, and after rank 25 it also gives you defense as well. So I did I'm missing those. I did fortunately save my uh, rank 36 moratorium that I had, 
and I had previously leveled up uh, a duplicate copy of Miranai up to rank 26, so at least I have that, and I've been working on uh, leveling up uh, the Gogok of Swiftness. That's one that gives you attack speed per stack up to 15, and also grants you um, cooldown re reduction as well once mm -hmm. you get it up above rank 25. So, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Still trying to find farm a Spectrum. I uh, encountered a Grimagoo in Whimsyshire. <laughs> and uh, he was a pink pony. And... <laughs> so I took a screenshot and then I tweeted at him. I was like, I was like, you feeling okay, Grimagoo? And then he responded. He's like, I feel, I'm feeling a little bit under the rainbow and a little pinkish too. <laughs> That's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, that reminds me. Um, I'll just sort of real quick. I got into the goblin. Uh, oh, the goblin realm portal. Yeah, I got in there during season one, and that's the only time I've ever gotten in there. It's never happened. I've gotten into Whimsydale three times during the season, mm -hmm. but never before. You know, <laughs> and then I got uh, Treasure Goblin to do a portal, and it was funny because he was kind of in the middle of a mob of monsters. You know, and like I said, I had my barbarian army there surrounding him, so I couldn't really see what was going on. And also, the screen changed. I'm like, where the heck am I? I fell through the portal without even seeing it. You know, it's like poof. Oh, okay. What's this? You know, <laughs> and it was it was the Goblin Realm. So I ended up with a Boon of the Hoarder gem. So my barbarian's using that, and he's got Sakura's uh, Spalders. So he's got no uh, repair costs, and he's got the extra gold coming from that gem. Right. So that's it's awesome. It's really fun. <laughs> it was really fun build. <laughs> yeah. I sorry to interrupt, but it just reminded oh, no, me we're talking about gems. Well, actually, that reminds me. Uh, I lost count of how many times I went to the Goblin Realm. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry to everybody who is out there who had been, you know, feverishly trying to find it, but I must have killed greed like at least twelve times. Oh my gosh, the goblins love you. Yeah, I almost ended season yeah. one with uh, a billion gold on my monk. Wow. So pretty close. I don't know what I had, because I'm not really good at numbers anyway, but I know I spent a bunch of money on, um, I had a bunch of just random gems that I, th I thought, I'll just level those up and see, I'll have more room in my stash and they'll be more useful, so I know I spent a bunch but with that with that gem the uh, boon of the hoarder, I think I'll probably get back to a lot pretty soon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to ask Leviathan how much gold he ended up um moving over because I know he was well above like 20 40 billion at one point when he was still streaming on a more regular basis because uh he, you know crusaders they're they're just they are OP when it comes to doing T6 rifts you know on clears it's just he's so fast and he would use the boon of the hoarder just because every time you pick up gold you it increase your movement speed so oh yeah so since you're always <laughs> dropping gold mm -hmm. you're always moving super fast so yeah he yeah that that's an idea that i'm probably going to try to do next time in season two although oh, i'm not sure about season two right now i i have this like weird kind of anxiety about it because i'm going back to the wizard and i haven't touched a wizard in so long it's like i don't know if i can if i can remember how to play as a wizard and not only that, but I was I watched a video that Jage had thrown up where he was doing a Greater Rift 45 clear. And I was like, I just, I don't know if that play style is going to fit me, you know? I kind of 
like to be a little more tankish and, you know, stand in the middle of a group of monsters. I know that's really stupid to do in hardcore, but I was doing it, sort of, <laughs> with my monk. Oh, my. And, but, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know, because he was dropping, you know, the mammoth hydras and then having to run around. And, uh, I mean, he was at that level. I mean, I'm sure you can gear so that you can take a couple hits, but, oh, man, he was using... Was he using force armor? Yeah, I think he was using the energy armor where if you take more than 35% of, or 33% of your health in one hit, it caps that damage at 33%. But oh, wow. they also fixed that because that caused people to purposely gear their HP low. So it's like only up to your health pool or something like that. I forget exactly how it works it's oh that's a nice little loophole yeah (laughs) you know yeah it's Mm -hmm. you know i i really should be using this intermission between seasons to study up on wizards because if i lose a couple wizards i don't know if i'm gonna stick with it i might go right back to the monk but i i you know wizard was my first love so we'll we'll see how it goes but uh yeah that's kind of what I'm doing, going back to the Demon Hunter again. But I gotta say, I really like Barbarians. They are so much fun. I'm, like, torn between those two classes, you know? Yeah. But I haven't played a Demon Hunter in a really long time, and I'm t- definitely gonna do one in Season 2, so it'll, it'll be kind of like what you're saying, you know? Can I remember how to play? Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. It's like... <laughs> I think it'll come back to me, you know? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. what builds work for... You know, it's like, oh, I don't know. And it's like, it's hardcore on top of that, so it's like, I have to be careful... Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me. I mm-hmm. I remember a long time ago, where I where I said you know hardcore players that you know they just play safe. That's totally not true. <laughs> you know, no. that's totally not true. I mean, especially with the way that I was pushing. Well, I mean, in order to get onto the leaderboard, you kind of have to you you have to step out of that that mentality of you know always playing it safe. And I mean, you have to push you have to push it to your limits and. The difference is you just don't do it carelessly. I mean, you do it calculated. You're like, okay, I can handle this. There are some close calls, so if I push it a little bit further, I need to be a little more cautious, you know? And next season, if I start getting terrible combinations, I'll be like, nope, nope, I'm out. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going <laughs> to risk it. Oh, yeah, that but, makes sense. But, yeah, I I just I remember that. I was like, you know hardcore players they, they they just probably play safe all the time and that's totally not true because no. it's i mean it's no fun if you don't die <laughs> i mean if you don't die then it's it effectively gets a little boring but um also well if only because you're like you're just doing safe stuff i mean you're, you're not pushing yourself to the limit and and yeah i i'm so glad that we have greater rifts and that that was the other thing i remember when they introduced the legendary gems and the power creep that was introduced because of them, I was like, you know what? And then with ancient items on top of that, it's like torment seven through ten can't be that far behind, right? Mm-hmm. And it was it was so weird. It was like I I would run torment six rifts to relax with my monk because I was running you know greater rifts thirty plus uh, to you know to push. And that's, you know, that that goes up to, I think, effectively, like, every three after 25 is another Torment level, um, effectively. I mean, not quite, but, you know. I hope that they never do introduce Torment 7 through 10. 
I, I, I know that there's this upswell on the forums because power creep is real and and people think, you know, well, Torment 6 is just too easy. It's like, well, okay, well, maybe for, you know, those power players out there who, you know, get, maybe they get blessed with RNGesus, you know, dropping incredible items for them and stuff like that. Or they, they just keep having... You know, I, I will say this. You cannot push those greater levels without unity. There, there's just, there's absolutely no way. A moratorium would not cut it at that level. Because... I remember um, I, I would have my Unity on when I was doing Greater Rifts, and then when I was just doing Torment Six, I would switch over to a Leoric Signet with uh, with a with Moratorium Gem in there, and I could you know I could do up to about maybe 28, 29, 30 without worrying about you know NDE proccing, but beyond that, the damage scaling just gets it outscales the uh, the kind of like the um, well, Brazier, you you might be familiar with this, uh, with the uh, the way that monks work, brewmaster monks work in World of Warcraft, the way that they shuffle damage. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. stagger it, whatever. Yep. Please. That yeah, there's no way that moratorium could could keep you alive at those higher, greater rift levels. Double unity, if you're doing solo, is pretty much the only way you can do it. I think. Yeah, I mean, I what's the percentage that the um, moratorium kind of breaks off and staggers the damage i thought that it was all damage but i think i was mistaken when when i was thinking that i i think it's only like half of the damage is staggered over um at, at a range of time depending on what rank it is like uh my moratorium at rank 36 staggers damage out over 6.6 .6 seconds mm -hmm. something like that you gain like plus you gain like a tenth of a second every rank with that so i mean it do, it does it does negate a lot of damage because once you hit rank 25 then you have a 10 percent chance of on hit to clear all of that staggered damage oh wow okay that makes a big difference because i mean i keep thinking if you keep staggering damage sorry goes too far um yeah then it's You're, kind of like you could take one big hit right when your your last stack is about to kind of clear off and then forget mm -hmm. it because you, you just don't have enough to kind of overcome that in healing right so yeah Ugh. so yeah yeah my motto at the end of season one was go big or go home with my monk and <laughs> i i knew i was gonna at some point kill him i i just i i knew it and i had planned on it but part of me didn't want to kill him because i kind of wanted to continue playing with him post season play but after he died i kind of I kind of took the silver lining approach to it. I was like, well, now that he's dead, I, you know, I won't have something, you know, holding me back from playing a wizard in season two, because maybe I get so attached to him that, you know, I decide, well, you know what? I'll play my wizard a little bit, but I'm going to go back to the monk whenever I can. It's like, now that he's dead and I lost all that amazing gear that he had, it's like, yeah, I'll definitely go with a wizard. So, there, there, you know, there's... there's there's a benefit to actually dying in hardcore. I mean, I, I mentioned it previously. I got to, you know, experiment with new builds while I was leveling up, and that's fun. I like doing that. Yep. So, so yeah, that's what I've been up to. Um, oh, I did want to mention, I, I don't know if either of you have went farming for Spectrum, but you're looking for a unique monster in Whimsyshire, and it might spawn in Whimsydale as well. I'm not sure. 
It's a unique unicorn named Super Awesome Sparkle Cake. Uh, no, oh my I goodness! Seen that <laughs> I've never seen that one. Yeah. Well, either Super Awesome Sparkle Cake or Evil Oliver will spawn. Oh, I saw oh, Evil yeah, Oliver. I saw that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I saw him, but I don't remember him dropping anything. But I'll look and see. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't. What... I don't think he. I mean, his loot table is pretty much like any other mob. But Spectrum, as far as I know, only drops from Super Awesome Sparkle Cake. So. Okay, then he wouldn't have dropped it. But I did see the evil Oliver, and like the the line under it was something like from some kind of toy company or whatever. Oh, yes, it was like yeah. a, deri- a derivative of the Happy Corporation or something like that. Yeah, yeah. something silly like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the uh, the li- the little thing under super awesome sparkle cake is cu- uh, cute insta kill pony. <laughs> so cute. Good to know. Yes. Yeah. I'll have to look for that. Yeah, so I still haven't had any luck. I've run Whimsy Shire. I don't know. I've done at least 15, 20 clears now, and still no Spectrum. I'm running at Torment 6, and my monk could probably dash through and try to just only kill Super Awesome Sparkle Cake. Because uh, there's, uh, I believe, this rule set, as it was coined on the Wizard Forms, was Junger Rules, where... Nope, you don't kill anything except what you have to. You don't open any chests or anything. Don't destroy any destructibles. And that will maximize your chance at, you know, getting a legendary from uh, a unique or a champion or elite pack. Something like that. So Why do they think that works? Because... I don't understand. I, I think it's the... Um, that two-hour... Uh, kind of like pity rule that's that's in the game that's always running underneath where if you've gone a certain amount of time without having a legendary drop your chances increase up to about two hours when then whatever oh okay so the idea is you minimize your chances of getting a legendary from something else other than super awesome sparkle cake and you maximize just your chance to get it from super awesome sparkle cake but I, I'm not doing that. I'm just I'm just killing everything because you know, why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You're so mean. Hey, <laughs> you know those unicorns and flowers and bears? They they all give my monk, they they give Clementine a, a very nasty look. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say I love killing off the little flowers, the little running flowers. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm like really suffering from allergies, I'm like, no, you're all dying now. That's it. I'll chase them first. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So true. Yeah, so so now that we're, you know, pretty comfortably into the show, we should probably mention our sponsor, which is Audible. You can go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get a free audiobook of your choosing. When you go there, uh, you'll get a 30-day free trial and a credit to use on any of their audio selections there, which run the gamut of pretty much anything you could ever imagine. Almost. Pretty much, almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you'll get access to the digital versions of the New York Times and Wall Street Journal, as well as access to all of their member-only specials. And they run specials pretty much all the time, every time. You know, the, they'll have like 50% off or, you know, you know, just specials that they offer all the time. So go to bit.ly slash sspbook to get your free audiobook today. So we have some tweetahs. We have lots. Yeah, quite a few. My goodness. Wow, there's tons. 
<laughs> That's great. <laughs> I know. Well, it, uh, I it's been picking up again. Everyone's getting excited about playing yeah. some more. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's really good to see all this coming in. Absolutely. So, very cool. Yeah. And I may have contributed a little bit here and there. Oh, you certainly well, have. Well, why not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, starting that whole revolution, you know, down with the, the witch doctors. Ah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Up with the witch doctors. We got Mojo yeah. Man. <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. <laughs> so My favorite I see thing a big... is Die Corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I see a big capital J-E-N. So I guess, Jen, you're starting off with these. I guess I'm starting off. Yeah, well, the first tweet is from me. So that's, you know, kind of cool. Um, and I tweeted to the show, I hit Paragon 100 on my seasonal character first time I've ever done that. Yay, because I was just so happy at the time, you know. So I put that in the show, and Master Doe responds with all caps, congratulations, and like a bunch of exclamation points, and that was really neat to see, too. It's a big deal for me. Yeah, I, I sure hope he was sitting down when, when he said that, because otherwise, what, all those... that, that excitement may have just knocked him off his feet. Oh, uh, well, you know, maybe. All, <laughs> all caps and all those exclamation points, it could be. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so moving on, we have a tweet from at Karova, uh, who says, Finally logged in again. Muscle memory fully intact. Mesmerized watching my index finger hit the one button by itself. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I, I can... I've kind of... I can relate. Yeah. There are times where, like, I'm thinking I'm going to hit the button, and I have before I finish thinking about it, you know? And I'm like, wait a minute, did I press the button? Or <laughs> how did that happen? You know, it's just kind of... It just flows after a while. Yeah. yeah. What messes me up is when I have when I go and play heroes for a while, I'll start trying to right click <laughs> to move. I just started playing heroes again because I was in the alpha and then my computer was too full. So I guess if you're in the alpha, you're in the beta. Right. And I started playing last night and I'm like clicking wrong, you know. <laughs> I'm hitting one, two, three instead of Q W E R, you know, it's just terrible. Um, but muscle memory, yeah, that's that's huge. Yeah, and I'm gonna like screw up between those two games every time. I know it. Yeah, it, every time I go f jump from one game to the other, there's a little bit of a transition period. It's like, oh, that's right, that's right. So yeah, yeah, you know. We have another tweet from Karova, uh, who says, "Damn it, three upgrades with a chance of sixty percent for my gem, and all three fail. What a bummer!" Oh, that Aww. stinks. That's a wow. Yeah, that's pretty bad. When I cleared that Greater Rift thirty nine, I had all three of my upgrades went. They succeeded. That that's how I got wow. my Miranai up to rank forty, and I think my Taiga got to, up to thirty nine. And I'm trying to remember what my other one was. What was my other one? I don't remember. Can't think of it off the top of my head. Oh well. All right. Oh, Bane of the or Bane of the Trapped. That's right. I was using Bane of the Trap. That also upgraded. I think I got that up to 39 as well. So I was pretty happy. Cool. It's, yeah. You had some good luck there. Yeah. You know? It's not very yeah. often that you get three out of three with the 60% chance on each one. Oh, no. That's pretty awesome. Great odds. So, I don't know if you'll get that again, but yeah. <laughs> it's cool that you got it. You know? should play the lottery that day. I know. Seriously. There, there I should go. have. Yep. All right. So the next uh, tweet is from Kagurai the Blue. He says, "Oh hey, my first ancient legendary, and I'm trying to see what it is. It looks it's a um it's a enchantress focus, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I can't let's see, hand of the prophet, I think, yeah, is what it is. 
And I can't quite read all the little tiny text on here, but that's what he got. So he just said, oh, hey, you know, with that, shows the screenshot here. And then uh, Nevik chimes in and says, that is redonkulously overpowered right there. Should boost you at least a G-rift or two. <laughs> and uh, Kagurai returns and says, with my loot luck, I should find that perfectly rolled ancient furnace any day now, right? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, furnace is still by far uh, the best weapon in the game for greater rift clears. Mm-hmm. That's why everybody wants one. I've never seen one, so I wasn't even sure what to do with it, because I don't have one, but um, good to know. So that's what that's for. Okay. Uh, moving on, we have a tweet from JC Bunky, who asks, uh, not only the show, but specifically Nevik as well, end of season roundtable, maybe? Question mark? Maybe. Mm. Maybe. But I may have a salt-free um, rule in place. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> no salt allowed. No salt. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Um, the next tweet is from someone who I think is new uh, to us. This person is named at J underscore likes underscore bacon. Oh, I like this guy already. <laughs> That's a great name. That's a great name. And he says to uh, at Shattered Stone, he says, finally got one. Sorry. At And he tagged Brasia. And the thing that he got is a ring of royal grandeur. Oh. Yeah, so he's got one. He finally got one. Well, at least he yeah. likes bacon. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, Jay likes bacon. There we are. Looks like, and he, so it, looks like he re-rolled the life on hit to critical hit chance. Mm. Well, that's pretty good, though. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Oh, works. man. that That's the one thing. So many people want uh, Ramalodney's gift to work on jewelry now. <laughs> it's like... But why specifically they introduced, you know, legendary gems to make you compromise. You know, they if you could just throw a socket onto your jewelry, then, you know, the power creep will be even more crazy. Because <laughs> then, yeah, then you could have a trifecta true. plus a legendary gem. Mm. It's like, oh, tri no, actually, I guess it would be a quadfecta because you could have main stat, critical hit chance, critical hit damage, and an attack increased attack speed plus a socket on it. Which would just oh, be absurd. Ridiculous. That's kind of crazy. But yeah, rings. Ridiculous. There we go. Yeah, rings <laughs> of royal grandeur always roll with main stat, increased attack speed, and life on hit. So that means you get one random affix. <laughs> one. Right. Right. Well, it also I think all of them have the uh, reduces the number of items needed for set bonuses right. by one, so that can help out too. Right. You know you're going to get that no matter what else the stats are. You know that's going to be there. So that's something. Um, so it looks like there's a little conversation that spawned from uh, Jay Likes Bacon's Ring of Royal Grandeur, and uh, Brazier responded to Jay Likes Bacon. He said, Gratz looks pretty good too. And then Jay Likes Bacon responds and says, Thanks, did you manage to land yours yet? And Brazier responded and said, Tried last night on T4 and no luck. We'll keep trying, though. Aww. But you finally did get one. <laughs> no, I have not yet. Oh, you haven't? I, I don't think you did, no. I no, no I've got one. I could have sworn you... Oh, maybe nope. I misheard mm -mm. you. Oh. You'll probably get it next time you play. It'll be like right after the show, exactly. you'll get it. You know, the next time you play. And, and then you have to wait two weeks to tell us, you know, uh, <laughs> unless you tweet it. It's going to be longer than <laughs> that. I'll be gone for like the next two and a half weeks. Well, oh you know my gosh, what, Frasia? Right. I'm just gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have to say, here, come, come, jump up onto my back, and we'll run some torment six bounties. Oh, nice, carried, yeah, <laughs> carried <laughs> me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so we've got uh, a few more tweets here. Uh, the Shattered Stone Twitter account uh, said, With at Queen of Haiku announcing that she'll be going hardcore in Season 2, let's get some emails with tips to keeping a Demon Hunter alive to 70. And emails is in, like, all caps. Like, yep. let's get some emails, right? Yep. First tweet comes from Leviathan. Says, always, in all caps, always take awareness and some form of escape. Vault, smokescreen, Kool-Aid, etc. In a tweet... Not an email. Right. <laughs> and um, so Jage picks up on this. So at Jage uh, responds to Leviathan and says, not an email, therefore invalid advice. <laughs> Cheese with Boon of the Hoarder plus gold wrap. And then there's an arrow, invalid advice. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jage. <laughs> He's fun. So Leviathan responds in all caps, R-O-F-L. It says emails in caps, too. We do what we want. Hashtag deal with it. <laughs> so that was his response to that one. Yep. I love Leviathan for and that then, as well. Yeah. And then Dread pops in um, and doesn't give an email, gives a tweet, and just says, pray, just pray. That's super <laughs> That's helpful. That's how you keep your demon hunter alive. Just super pray. helpful advice right there. <laughs> exactly. Well, hey, you know. That's what you get for 140 <laughs> characters less. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah, you know, well, that's why we're looking for an email, but, you know, I think yeah, I'm exactly. kind of amused with how this turned out anyway, <laughs> you know, I mean, that was kind of funny. Uh, so, first bit of advice is just cheese, pray, and Jeez. gold wrap. Mm -hmm. Okay, I got it. Yep. Yeah, okay, that's what I need. There you okay. go. Good to know. Oh, and awareness. <laughs> Be aware of awareness. cheese, gold wrap, and praying. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sure, I'll take the next group. And starting off with Karova, he says to the show, catching up with my podcast. Brazier and Jen are doing great, but I am looking forward to hearing the whole team again. Well, three out yeah. of four is good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're getting there. I was I was bummed when I saw that email from Lantonio. I know, poor guy. Because I, I really well, wanted to rub it in his face how, well. how high I got with my monk. Oh, oh wait, did I say oh. that out loud? Whoops. Oops. <laughs> he'll hear about it. I'm sure he'll have comments, mm -hmm. you know, next time he's on. Mm -hmm. uh, next one's from Daddy Puffet. He says to the show account, can't find the one life to live hardcore guide mentioned in episode 66. No luck in the show notes. Any link at Nevik James. And Nevik uh, sent back to you, uh, to him, going, actually, I think I grabbed the wrong one. The one I had linked was to an article at on BlizzPro. Yeah. And Daddy Puffin comes back and goes, I think so. Um, that didn't have a guide. Any luck? <laughs> Never comes <laughs> back. Re-listening to episode 66, since I didn't see anything in the show notes. In the meantime, and you linked a uh, guide from Diablo Inc. Gamers? It's a, it's a search. Um, like, I typed in one life to live on their search bar. And then I just grabbed that URL and and sent that to him. That way... So it's like a starting point yeah. to search. Yeah. Uh, he replied, awesome sauce. And then Nevik uh, replied to that going after listening to episode 66. There wasn't a specific link. So my previous tweet link is probably where what I should have included. Yep. <laughs> and then Daddy Puffin says, well, it was around 4 a.m. when I was listening while at work. I may have imagined it being episode 66. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, it was fun. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, no, it was good. 
tired. Podcasting is tired. Um, yeah. A new set of conversation from Mr. Daddy Puffin. And he goes, I can't decide what class to play for Diablo. Three, Reaper of Souls Season 2. Thinking of a monk or crusader. Hardcore, I think. Any thoughts? To Nevik and the Shattered Stone. Yeah. Um, well, Nevik Clearly, came there's, back. One, there, there's one correct answer here. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course. And that's where it led to yours, which was, I don't think there's much debate. Monk is the correct answer, right, Leviathan? Yep. And Daddy Puffin says, as I expected. <laughs> I like that. It's true. So Leviathan pipes in and goes, Raffle. <laughs> this must be fake out Friday because everyone knows the answer is always Crusader. <laughs> uh, and of course, Change comes in and says, Wizard, obviously, because Wizard rhymes with Blizzard. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> That's fabulous. <laughs> Leviathan responds to this one with, Wizard also rhymes with um, Gizzard, and Gizzard is gross, so. <laughs> <laughs> Wide-eyed look. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, Daddy Puffin. Monk named Taekwondo. Taekwondo. Go-go. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, he, he went with the correct answer. I like it. Taekwondo. Uh, and then Jage right. finishes up his great conversation with, have to revisit the molten wildebeest gizzard. It's confirmed viable or not. Yeah. So there is a, a gizzard thing then, yeah. after all. Yeah, In as soon as Season 2 starts, if you create a seasonal character, uh, you can get that legendary gem from a Greater Rift Guardian. And it's the one that gives you, I think it starts at 10,000 life per second. That's uh, crazy. Sounds good. And then at rank 25, if you haven't taken damage for a certain amount of time, it will give you a shield equivalent to two, or yeah equivalent to 200 percent of your life on life per second i believe oh my gosh <laughs> that's awesome okay people you will be looking for, for that then in season two yeah yeah we, we the theory crafting is still out on that whether or not it will be viable for the higher greater rift levels i mean it might be but it may not um generally uh what was it i think was it? Oh yeah, it was on um, Westmark Workshop. I forget. I think it was episode twenty-six, not not their most recent episode, but the episode at, prior to that, where uh, Leviathan and Nineball were talking about the merits of defensive gems. They had they had a question where do, you, do does moratorium get used more in hardcore than in softcore? And Leviathan's all like, well, pretty much. And Nineball. Yeah, both Nineball and Leviathan were pretty much in agreement that no, you pretty much still have to gear for DPS, even in hardcore, to push those higher greater levels. Because even if you can survive everything, if you can't kill it, you can't clear it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And I agree. You have to be able to kill. And I forget if it was either Leviathan or Nineball that made the made the statement that the, like, Tyguk gets used a lot because it gives you it gives you, you know, damage, but also defense at the same time. And that's what they'll have to do going forward, I think, with uh, trying to get more defensively-minded gems in place to be used. Um, maybe they flip it. Maybe they give you a legendary gem that is all defense, and then at rank 25 it gives you an offensive 
component to it as well. So maybe we'll see that in season three. But for the meantime, I mean, that, that life per second is pretty amazing, right? Oh, yeah. So it might be life on hit. I'm not sure. It's either one of those. And I'm sorry that I don't know off the top of my head, but yeah. So I should continue because I am now tagged to continue this. And Medros, yep, <laughs> Papa Kangaroo. Speaking of Papa Kangaroo, congratulations, Papa. You finally did it. You finally killed Malthiel. He did. Yeah. That's awesome. I saw That's him totally on that awesome. the other day. I didn't want to interrupt him because I was like, oh, wait, maybe he's in the middle of the fight. And, you know. If he dies, I don't want to be the one who got him uh, killed. <laughs> He'll be like, Brazier. You know, I saw that too. Exactly. I saw that, you know, he was getting achievements popping up, and I'm like, wait a minute, he's in Act 5. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like watching him get closer and closer, and I'm like, I'm not going to talk to him. I don't want to screw him up, you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's awesome that you got there, Medros. Yeah, he was stuck at the battering ram. Um, he was playing at a difficulty level that he could just, it was just beyond him in terms of his survivability because he has a demon hunter. And, you know, demon hunters are kind of squishy if you don't gear them mm-hmm. with a very specific mindset. And, yeah, so he was he was just trying to push it with a difficulty that he should not have been trying to do. And it was just causing him all kinds of frustration. Dropped the difficulty level, got through it, and now he's done. <laughs> so, good job. <laughs> all right, Medra. He did it, though. Yeah. That's good. That's good. But, so, Papa Kangaroo, he sent a tweet to us, and he says, Hey, Queen of Haiku, Nevik James, the Brasia... Lantonio and Shattered Stone, any thoughts on the D3 part? And then he included a link. And it was a link um, to a news article over on Massively, which was a subsidiary of Joystick, which... Poor Joystick. Uh, I'm not going to go into that, at least not right now. And so the link that he sent us um, was... There was some insider information, so so to say that uh, got leaked and there was a bunch of stuff about all of Blizzard's stuff and I don't really I, I don't really want to talk about it too much because a lot of it just it's I mean a lot of it just seems really fantastical and not rooted in any kind of reality so but needless to say I, I guess I'll mention the D3 component of that and that was um, that the D3 much most or much of the team had been quote unquote gutted to work on a secret project set in the StarCraft universe. And so it's like, oh my goodness, what does that mean for Diablo? And uh well we we tracked down Lincoln then subsequently Blizzard actually did comment on this and uh this was originally this uh whole thing started over on a blog site. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. I think it was Tay Kim. He's like a Yahoo Finance uh, advisor, something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so he posted all this insider information that I, I don't I don't know if he got it from a credible source, whatever. Who knows? You can't really just say, oh, of course, that must be true. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of room for just making stuff up. And I'm not saying that he intended to do that or whatever, but it's possible to just go, oh yeah, you know, you know, Blizzard's gonna just like, you know, stop making games forever, starting tomorrow, says an insider, you know, I mean, anybody could write that, it doesn't mean it's true, right? you know, you don't have a credible source. 
And as a writer, I try to get to the source on any news article I look at to see, okay, what's real, what's not, who's making stuff up, is this a spin on it somebody's putting, you know, what actually happened? And I that it drives me crazy when people just kind of um, hear some rumor and then throw it around the internet. Look, this is what's going on yeah. when it's not sourced, and it just it drives me nuts as a writer. Yeah, and, and yeah, and then all these different news sites were picking up this article because it was, yeah, I think it it first appeared on that blog and then it appeared on like a new a number of reddit reddits uh subreddits you know mm-hmm. and this happens all the time though there's stuff in tech like i write for uh geek news central and i've like looked at you know different things like hmm, maybe i'll write about this thing that's out there and i'll look and like a whole bunch of other tech sites big and small will have picked up oh hey this cool new thing is gonna do this and you trace it back and there's no evidence of it right it's just somebody repeated, oh, that site said so. It must be true. Yeah, it's essentially you know? clickbait. Well, I don't think they intended to be clickbait. I think they, they might. They know they're going to get clicks if they've got like some outrageous right. thing going on, like, hey, D3 is closing, you know, that kind of thing. Um, but it's just, I, I, it drives me nuts that people don't source stuff and really look for the main, like, original source before they start posting things like that. Yeah, and, and then they Maybe figure, it's just oh, me. well, it's, I've seen it at least on two different news sites, and... It doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. It's like, it surely mean it's they true. should have vetted right. the source on this. It's like Right. You know, it it's, does not mean it's true at all, especially in how fast things go with the internet, especially if you're talking about video games or tech, because everybody wants to be the first guy to have that information out there. Right. You know? So, or the second guy. Oh, tiny little blog over there says this. Well, if I put it on my bigger blog, then I'm going to look cool, because I'll have I'll, people think I'm the source, you know, that kind of thing. Right. And it's just, it drives me nuts. It's like, just check. Just take a little while to check before you start spinning rumors into the, you know, internet for people to toss around social media and make look more credible because there's a lot of people that'll be like, oh yeah, I heard that everywhere. That was all over Twitter. That was all over Facebook. It must be true. And that's not a reasonable way to think, <laughs> you know? No, but, you know, anyway. everything on the internet's true. Oh, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But Even the stuff that contradicts each other, straight up. Both of those are true. Yeah. Yep. And no- normally yeah. Blizzard does not respond to these kinds of things, but this time they felt it necessary because it was spreading like wildfire. And this, if they did not quelch this, you know, this fantastic rumor, uh, the damage that it could do to the communities, uh, you know, of their games could just, it could be, you know, irreparable. So Blizzard actually came out and, and I believe the Diablo team maybe it wasn't the Diablo team but either way they made this statement the focus right now of the Diablo 3 team is on continuing to support the game with patch content duh we generally don't comment on rumors or speculation but I do want to make sure it's clear that they're not working on a secret project in the Starcraft universe so now with that being said that does not necessarily mean that the Diablo 3 team is as big as it was for Reaper of Souls you know, a lot of people... Well, things, things drop after an expansion. Right. You know? And whether or not we get another expansion for Diablo 3, we don't know. I mean, a lot of us think that there will be. I mean, it's hinted at. But, it, you know, it's not guaranteed that we're going to get another expansion. I know a lot of us would love to see another expansion. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I think that's what... It played on that, you know, it played on that, that string, you know, that, oh, no... That means Diablo 3 is officially dead. Oh no, what are we going to do? Oh, let's just jump ship, you know? No. Right, I mean, that can happen. But, you know, I'm looking at this, and that source of 
the uh, Activision Blizzard has a comment is on the same source as the, the original article right. that talked about the rumor. So now I'm going, I don't know if that's from Blizzard, you know? Right. I mean, generally speaking, I'm more likely to believe a source when it says something like, this person at Activision Blizzard said, you know? Right. But when it just says in general, um, unless and there's no link to where that's from, you know, it's not like they made a blue post somewhere and he's getting it or something like that. And I, this just drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of thing just just irritates me to no end. Yeah. So yeah, you know, the sky isn't falling. So uh, you know, if Gamescom comes around and there's no expansion announcement, then I think we can freak out and be like, "Oh no, that's it! No, there will be no more expansions for Diablo 3. <laughs> that d- yeah, I mean, you know, because I mean. Let, let's just say, let's just go with the thought that, hey, there will be no more expansions for Diablo 3. Does that mean that the game's dead? No. Diablo 2 got supported for 12 and is still supported, you know, right. well after is 12 it? years. Yeah. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a okay. skeleton team that works on it. But it's there, right? Yeah. So, And they're talking about seasons and they've got plans for season 2 that's coming out. They know when season 2 is coming out. There's already some plans for season 3 because they know that the transmog is going to go there. So they got to know more than that, I would think, right. you know. Um. Yeah. So there we are. And then uh, BlizzPro has an article about the t- uh, quarter four 2014 earnings call that debunks these rumors. Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Um. Yeah. So th- that's in there too. And uh, let's see. It says, um, I'm trying to like compare the two or something like that. I think it was saying that like Hearthstone is is not doing as well or or, or no they were saying Heroes wasn't doing as well and, and that was part of the rumor you know oh yeah that, and what, that the what, executives did not have much um, much hope for yeah. it like it was just no not a big deal you know no one's playing or whatever um, and it's you know part of this uh, call said that um, Heroes there's nine million people there's nine million players signed up for the beta including the founders pack purchasers. You know, and he's got links here to the uh, Activision Blizzard investor site and some screenshots of some of what that said. So this seems more believable and credible, right. <laughs> you know, than the mm-hmm. other thing. He's got lots of resources here that seem right. You know, now, now, um, granted, nine million is just a small stone in, in a huge pond of the MOBA. You know, where where you have like League of Legends and you have Dota two that are like they they're just the monsters. You know, and, and here comes Heroes of the Storm, which will whether it takes any players away from League of Legends and Dota 2, I doubt. I mean, it's, I Heroes seems to be going after a different kind of MOBA player. So. so, Yeah, but the other thing to think about is, you know, Heroes isn't out yet. Right. Heroes it's was, you know, closed. It was closed technical alpha, and it's closed beta right now. Yeah. And mm-hmm. some sites have been given keys to hand out to people. Um, a limited number of those. So y- you can't imagine... I mean, you can't say, oh, it should have as many people as well when it's it's limited of who can get in. Yeah. And it's got 9 million players signed up, you know? I mean, that's how many people are interested in it. 9 million signed up. That's That's a good, healthy number because, I mean, even if, you know, only 10, 20% of them spend money, that... I, I believe this is uh I'm trying to think of what the term they call it uh at least in the free to play like on mobile markets they're mm-hmm. called whales or something like that yeah where the people who do spend money on the transactions generally spend a lot on the transactions and they help carry everybody who plays it for free right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm 
So. So anyway, I would, you know, we should link to this in the show notes and take a look at the BlizzPro thing because I think that's a lot more credible than uh, other things, you know, yeah. <laughs> that have been out there. So, yeah. Definitely. So, mm-hmm. so Majors, those are our thoughts. There they are. And a rant. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I can't help I, it. It's just... Really, I can't be worried about that right now because I, I got to be worried about keeping a wizard alive in season two, so... <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> Right. Priority, so, man. Priority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So back to our tweets, um, because we have a couple in there that was like the responses from both Jen and Brasia, and I didn't, I didn't even respond. I was like, I save that for the show. But um, we'll we'll jump to the next tweet from Karova. Any tweets at the show account? Level ninety six with my seasonal WD. I will get yeah. to one hundred this weekend, just in time. Awesome. And then Krova said, "Just got the Zunamasa full set bonus. Fetish army out all the time is awesome. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Paragon level ninety nine, almost there. Oh, now. getting there, getting there, getting there. That's good. Gotta and then, it. yep, it's like he's live tweeting. And then he tweets. That's great. Yep, yeah, Kurova I like this. tweets at us once more. Actually, a couple more times here. And he says, "We'll step it up to torment three now. Feels so great." Mm. See, that's a scary tweet because if you have no idea what's coming next, you're going to go, "Oh, I hope Torment Three works." <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, that's one of those. Oh, this is great. Oops, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And then he says, "Yeah, yeah got Paragon 100 in the season just in time." Enchantress said, "Most impressive." <laughs> <laughs> well, congrats on getting to Paragon 100. Yes, that's good awesome. job, Krova. He's he plays in the EU, so. If you're part of our community, I think we yeah we have a community. Do we? I think we do. Yes, we do. Yeah, Master Dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our ambassador, Master Dope, yes. runs that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he plays over on the EU servers. If anybody wants to get a jump on what it feels like to jump into seasons, and start over again, you can play on the EU servers. Anyways, Kurova has one more tweet for us. And he has so much fun with that set bonus on my WD. Bumped it up from Greater Rift 13 to Greater Rift 18. Already Paragon 102. Happy face. Nice. Awesome. Sounds like he had a good time. Yep. Good yeah. job. It's just amazing how like one piece of gear changes so much for you in this game. Yeah. It's, it's fun. I like that. So um, then I tweet at the show. Well, I say, well... Bring on season two. My monk is now dead. Actually, very salty about this one. And I included a picture. There's and, a screenshot. Yep. And there's my son crying. So I may have to tend to tend to that in a second. And Scanline jumps in and he says, "At he responds to me and he says, you had an amazing season one. Congratulations. Great, great run. And what, what a way to go. Or what a way to go at the end of season one at Shattered Stone. And thank you, Scanline. I really appreciated that. And then Scanline tweeted at us and he says, Well, there's season one for me. Bid it on lag, sorry to say, at Shattered Stone. Aww. Yep, he lost his Demon Hunter in that sweet, sweet, ancient Natalia's weapon that he had. Oh, oh. no. That is tragic. Yeah. yeah. Aww. So I responded and I and I said, "Oh, now we're lag buddies." <laughs> That's lagtastic. 
Oh, there you go. Yeah. And then Scanline responded back, and he said, I was cleaning up too. Only halfway through timer at boss. Lag. Lag. But 201 on the Demon Hunter Hardcore's uh, leaderboards satisfied. Wow. Nice. Wow, he jumped all the way to 201. That's awesome. Because, oh my goodness, the competition on those Demon Hunter leaderboards, they were... uh, I'm trying to think of the... One of our clanmates, I think it was Lil Chuano. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. He lost his Demon Hunter, I think, like, at least twice. <laughs> and uh, after the second time he lost it, lost his Demon Hunter, he wasn't sure if he was going to, you know, jump back in. He thought he was done. But he ended up gearing back up another Demon Hunter. And I was comparing, like, like he would clear Greater Rift 40. And I'd be like, oh, wow, you know, that would put you in the top... 15 on the monk leaderboard and he was like ranked 200 you know something wow. something silly but uh wow yeah then Brasia responded to scanline and cyberwolf and he says sorry man fresh start coming soon that's mm-hmm. that's the way to look at it and cyberwolf said so oh man so sorry for your loss and torak also chimed in and he says may you join your ancestors in the halls of valhalla where the brave live forever. That's quite traumatic. Yeah. Nice. Nicely done. And then, oh boy, I am going to butcher this. We got a tweet from a first-time tweeter at the show, Peter Kaczynski? Kaczynski. Kaczynski. Yes, there. Yeah. Yeah. Kaczynski. Uh Uh-huh. I... I, I got those a little out of order. Anyways, he says, discovered your show a few weeks back. Really enjoying it. Looking forward to the next episode. Oh, that's really nice. Oh, that hey. reminds me. <laughs> Welcome. My, that's awesome. My daughter mentioned that she has a f- friend at school where he and his father play, probably console, I would imagine. They play Diablo. And um, I guess she mentioned that I did a podcast and they are now listening. So hi. Oh, cool. Hey, welcome. <laughs> Hello out there. <laughs> welcome to the show. Yeah, very cool. And then Cyberwolf tweeted at us and he said, hey, folks, love the show. And in parentheses, I just listened to the latest. At the underscore Brasia, I'll be hopping back on my non-season hardcore WD on Wednesday. Ah, okay. Yay. Yay. <laughs> And then Brazier responded and he said, Glad you, that you liked the last show. Enjoy playing some Witch Doctor. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know what's so enjoyable about it. <laughs> but then Cyberwolf then tweeted at the Westmark Workshop, at the Shattered Stone, and at Diablo Inc. Gamers. And it says, I don't know about you folks, but I'm excited to finally get my season resources merged with non season. I was excited. Yeah. That was kind of nice to do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then K. Gary, otherwise known as Kagari Le Blue, tweeted at Shadow Stone, at Nepa James, and at Queen of Haiku. And then I guess this is supposed to be either Jigglypuff or another round, cuddly, Kirby. pudgy. Or yeah, Kirby. Yeah. Could be Kirby. Yeah, it could be yeah. Kirby. And it says, give, give season two or riot. <laughs> And he's got another one of the same little drawing. Yeah, I saw that, and I'm like, 
You know, I woke up and I uh, spin through Twitter as I'm waking up and you know <laughs> settling all my allergies and stuff. And I'm looking at that going, I'm not understanding. <laughs> Wait a minute. And then it, it dawned on me, okay, he's just really excited about season two. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and then our last tweet, at least for the regular tweets, came to us from MacoEZ. And he says, at Shattered Stone, finally foundation the furnace. I think he meant to say, finally found the furnace. That's probably an autocorrect yeah, or something. Probably. But yeah, he's got one. Yep, and it says, There's a screenshot. screenshot of the furnace. And that is most definitely from the console version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks the screenshots look a little different, yep. you know, but um, and the art is slightly, you know, a little bit different, but it would have to be. It's a different system, but he's got one. There's proof. There it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Increased yep. damage against elites by forty nine percent, and the range is from forty to fifty percent. So that is so that's it. about as good as you can get. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And that's why. Nicely done. And that's why the furnace is the best weapon in the game. I see that now. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was our tweets. Oh my goodness. That was our main tweets. Yep. We're really happy. We got so many. You guys are awesome. Yep. yep. You got to bring in it the end <laughs> of the year. Thank you. You guys send us tweets even when we say email. You love tweets so much. Yep. <laughs> it's just so entertaining, man. I'm still laughing at that. That was pretty funny. Uh, we did have a uh, question of the show that we tweeted out last time, and uh, or somewhere in between last show and this show, and that one is, what is your primary goal for Season 2? So we got some people that tweeted answers to that. The first one is at Walkman8, who tweeted, went half hardcore and half softcore last season, felt too split in my time, going full softcore for Season 2, trying only character I never got to 70, the Monk says Walkman. It's a pretty good plan. I don't know that I could do... I, I don't think I could split a season between hardcore and softcore like that. I think I would feel like it was too fragmented as well, but it's cool that he's going to try out the Monk for season two. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, Monk uh, best class, yeah. right? See, I knew you'd like that. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hometown Hero answered our question, uh, season two, the domination continues. So there's his primary, primary goal to rule the world or to rule sanctuary, apparently. <laughs> the yeah. domination continues. <laughs> awesome. And then he followed that up with uh, another tweet where he says, okay, really thinking of a similar season one run, Crusader for the win. Aww. So he's going to do a Crusader. Wow. Crusaders are fun. I haven't played one since the beta, but they're fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. They're really good at clearing rifts fast. I imagine they would be, yeah. I'll get back to one eventually. Uh, then we have another tweet from Master Doe. And uh, his uh, primary goal for Season 2, he says, Changing two of the three classes I used in Season 1, from Demon Hunter, Wizard, Crusader, to uh, Demon Hunter, Monk, Witch Doctor. That's where he's going. Yeah. So yay on the monk and boo on the puke doctor. Oh, come uh, on. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, he so he's changing it up. I mean... <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, so we have a response from at EY Edgar, 0111, who says, Season 2 plan, level up and dust off a barbarian. Haven't played it since vanilla. Oh, wow. That's a really good choice. Yeah. I had so much fun playing a barbarian. I mean, I like barbarians anyway. I've always had fun with the barbarians. But um, yeah, do it. You'll get great gear. It'll be a lot of fun. I highly recommend it. Um, the next tweet is from Karova, who says, What to play in Season 2? Have two not yet at 70, Demon Hunter and Monk. 
Difficult decision between the two, probably Demon Hunter. And that's where I'm going next season is Demon Hunter, so I can approve of that one too. Yeah, I don't think you can go uh, we have an... I can't fault him for that. I mean, I still that sour taste from puke. You know, but Enjoy hey, he's it. good he's at least gonna go with a dexterity based class. So Yep, that's what he's doing. And we have one from Eight Bits, who might be a new tweeter. Um, so 8-Bit says, was going to go Witch Doctor, but decided Barbarian for Season yeah. 2 Softcore. Do it. It was so much fun last season. My Barbarian was Softcore. So much fun. Totally do it. You'll have a great time. And we have uh, one more from at Daddy Puffin, who says, try as I might, I can't dig melee. Going full, <laughs> he says, Wizard. Nice. <laughs> yeah. For Season nice. 2. Uh, went Witch Doctor for Season 1. OP casters are OP. Quite true. They are. There you go. Nice. Oh. <laughs> at, at least he's going to be playing as a wizard. Well, yeah. Looks like I, he I is. mean, it looks more like a wizard, but that's okay. Oh, that's what he wrote, but yeah. Anyway, I, that's uh... maybe he's trying to score points with Lantonio. I don't know. We'll have to see. <laughs> we'll have to see. I like how many people are going to play a barbarian. I mean, I had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Totally recommend. I was originally yeah. going to go barb until my hopes got crushed of you know the whirlwind set coming in uh like nope that's that's gonna be patch 2.2 or maybe somewhere down the road whenever they introduce the new sets i think i picked barbarian because i just wanted to smash stuff so (laughs) it works i wasn't worried about set pieces or anything i'm like this would be fun i just want to smash stuff so i did and then we have a comment from our site which is actually answering the question of what are you going to do in season two from oh can i pronounce this sigbjorn lekfa that's my best guess. That was better than what I would have said. So, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and uh, he says, think I will make another barbarian in season two. He's got a happy smiley face there. And maybe I'll manage to reach Greater Rift level 30 before the season ends this time. Barbarians are fun. Got a lot of barbarians going on here. This is awesome. You know what I just realized? <laughs> if, I, if I keep raising that bar higher and higher every season, I'm I'm going to end up killing myself. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> God, because I, I hit rank 26. It's like, can I really get that high again? <laughs> I don't know. Right? Well, I mean, you don't have to. You can pick different goals if it's bugging you, yeah, you know. But true. if it's still fun, then go for it if it's still fun. And when it's not fun, do something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you preach it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for our question for our next show, this was inspired... Uh, based off of when I was when I was making my run for those uh, for the leaderboards and the question is what do you listen to while playing Diablo 3 in game music or sound and if not what kind of music or maybe you listen to podcasts or I guess if you're playing softcore maybe you watch something on Netflix I don't know but uh, that's what I want to know because um, I have to at least give partial credit to my uh my amazing run there at the end of the season to listening to SIM. Um, they are kind of, they are from Japan. They are a kind of a metal ska band and I fell in love with them. I discovered them after I started watching anime Rage of Bahamut Genesis series. They, they did the intro to that um, anime and I fell in love with that song. And so I went onto YouTube's and found more of their songs, and I was like, "Oh my god, these guys are amazing!" So mm-hmm. yeah, 
Yeah. So that's what you've been listening to. Yeah, that, that's what I listen to when I'm pushing those higher grade earth levels because it really gets your blood pumping. So it, it, it keeps you on edge because I think uh, prior to my greater earth 39, I think I did a 38 clear or maybe, yeah. And that was, I made the mistake of doing that at midnight. <laughs> so I was quite <laughs> pumped after that. I had to go relax in torment six for a little while to, before I could go to sleep. So yeah. Oh. I don't think I could do that. I don't think I can listen to music during while I play a video game. I've tried listening to podcasts while playing WoW, and that did not work. So I don't imagine that'll work well for me. Um, I, I always listen to in-game music. Always. And I love it. I think it's really great. Yeah. And I like the way it's dramatic. I like it way it fits the uh, the location you're in and you know how some of it changes a little bit if you've got like an event starting or something you know like that going on. And I just think it's fantastic. So I totally listened to that. And I remember um, at the launch party for the D3 Reaper Souls when we were getting the boxes signed and we got to meet all these wonderful people from Blizzard. Right. Uh, Russell Broward was one of the people that was signing. And, uh, you know, he asked, you know, you know, do you listen to the music when you play? And I said, yeah, I always listen to the music when I play because I do. And he said, good, play it loud. Yeah. <laughs> Sign the box. And I'm like, you know, I, I agree. I, I mean, I, they spend a lot of time on the music. It's fabulous. I mean, I couldn't, I can't think of anything better to listen to that to me would fit the mood yeah. of the game. And so that's where I'm at on this. Yeah. And at that launch party at the signing tables, directly to his right was Derek Duke, who did the, he composed the Reaper of Souls soundtrack. And yeah, amazing soundtrack. I still listen to it mm -hmm. in my car. So. Yeah, so I mean, there's some good stuff. But yeah, I, I can't imagine trying to play D3 without the in-game music. That's that's where I'm at on this one. Wow. Mm -hmm. I, I have an admission to make. I play with uh, my in-game sound and music for Diablo turned almost all the way down because I'm always listening to something else. Well, whatever works, yeah. you know. I mean, everybody can do whatever they want but that's just we just answered the question so now it's everybody else's turn yeah. to tweet at us <laughs> you know? um, usually when I start playing the game I'll play with the music and everything inside the game and then after kind of gone through the whole story mode listen to a lot of different I start going more into okay I'm kind of either grinding or trying to do like certain objective in the game that's no longer the story so then I start listening more to podcasts or music or something mm -hmm. of that sort when I need to kind of, need to like really kind of go through and blast through things, I'm probably listening to music. And other times where I'm just kind of playing around, trying different things out, I'll listen to like podcasts instead. Right. So when you're playing hardcore, you want to listen to something with a nice tempo to it to keep you awake. Oh boy. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> like I don't know if it's a nice tempo, I might just be like. Well, oh, yeah, I'm I, dead again. <laughs> by by nice mm -hmm. tempo, I mean something that's really upbeat and fast. Oh, okay. <laughs> something that wouldn't lull you to sleep, like uh, Neil Diamond, you know. Because <laughs> I know Real and Dune always listens to Neil Diamond when he's playing Diablo. Always. Oh, here we go. Oh, I don't know how here he could do go. that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would totally be sleeping. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't prompt a response, I don't know what will. So, I, mean, I think it uh, might prompt a response, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially if I have any of that red, red wine. <laughs> red, red oh wine. my goodness. This is going to float right over the head of people who have not listened to the earlier shows. Yeah. But the shows are still there, so you can, you can get in on the joke if you want. 
Yeah, I think I think that uh, little clip is still in our Dropbox, so maybe Sean can bust it out for old time's sake. Oh, maybe yeah. if he still got it there, yeah. yeah. Well, anyways, mm. we got in. We actually did get an email. It wasn't. We did. It wasn't prompted by my tweet from the show account to get advice for Jen because I really want her to hit seventy with hardcore Demon Hunter and do so without freaking out. So. Right. Yeah. I mean. I don't know. I'll, I'll give it a shot and see what I can do. But um, we got an email, and I check all the time. Like, do we have an email? And usually it's no. Yeah. <laughs> you know? it's no. Yeah, and we got an email. So we got an email from Aldrich. And he says, I love the show. It is one of the first I listened to at work when you guys put one out. Nice. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's so nice. And then he goes on. He says, at the end of story mode in Reaper of Souls, Malthiel shatters the soul stone and consumes the power contained within it to fight us once we give him a fat lip. I like that phrase. <laughs> we gave him a fat lip. Uh, my question is one that Blizzard may be the only one able to answer it. What happened to the piece of the soul stone that Tyriel had and was tr- using to try and track Malthiel with? Was it destroyed as well? Is it possible as it reacted to the transformation of the rest of the Soul Stone? If it remains, would it be possible with the Deckard Cain books and the notes of Zoltan Kuhl to make another Master Soul Stone to trap the Lords of Hell in? If so, now would be the perfect time to do so as the Lords of Hell are weak and still trying to reform their powers in Hell. Also, this is an idea I have for the next expansion pack or Diablo 4. All the current Nephilim have been fighting the demons in evil. What if the Lords of Hell happen to persuade or coerce some Nephilim to work for them? Evil children of angel and demon fighting for the Lords of Hell would make for an interesting story and game. Let me know what you think. Then he says, by the way, Nevik, my girlfriend and I did get to get our seasonals to level 70 before the patch. (laughs) Nicely done. And he ends with, keep up the great work, lady and gentlemen. And that was from Alderic. Nice. Oh, thank you for that email. That so to awesome. answer, to answer the question with the soul stone, you guys have any opinions, or you want me just to jump in? Um, why don't you I jump still, in? yeah, go ahead. Okay, uh, so this is what I think. On this. And I, I, I don't know. I kind of know the lore pretty good. There's probably things I don't have right or don't know entirely. But this is the way I'm thinking of it. If you go just looking at what's in game and nothing else, when uh, before you kill off Malthiel. Tyriel's standing over that one side of uh, Westmarch, and he's got that little fragment of the soul stone right next to him, and you click on it, and it says death, you know, that thing. Okay, so it's right there. And then after you kill him, and you get through, you you kill Malthiel, you see the whole cinematic thing, and uh, now you can go into adventure mode. Tyriel's not over there anymore. He's in the middle of the town, right? Whichever town you're in. He's in the middle of the town. We're in Westmarch. There he is. There's no, there's no fragment anymore. So if you look at it from the gameplay perspective, it appears that since the soul stone and the fragment were so connected and transforming as Malthea was messing around with the, with the black soul stone, um, that that fragment probably, probably was destroyed when the rest of the soul stone was. Yeah, I can definitely you know? see that. That's what I think happened. But, I, I can't imagine what else would have happened to it. Now, if it's still there, you know, you had, like, Tyriel standing next to it. You had Lorith Nath, is that the right name, standing next to it. You had the, the, there was a guard standing there. I mean, who else could possibly get a hold of it but one of those three if it still existed, you know? Oh, man. Let, let's hope that Tyriel doesn't go mad and jab the that shard into his forehead. Yeah, that didn't work out in, in the history of uh, Sanctuary. That doesn't yeah. work out so well. Yeah, it doesn't work. Yeah. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> don't shove anything in your head. 
Yes. <laughs> Doesn't work idea. out for you. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't work out for you. But I do. Yeah. I do agree with his uh, his other thought with the uh, evil Nephilim, or you know, Nephilim turning to the side of hell. I, I mean, that is so heavily hinted at with the end of Reaper of Souls. If that's not what's next, be it Diablo 4 or an expansion for Diablo 3. Chris Metzen has never been afraid of retconning stuff in the past, so, I mean... Yeah, yeah, there's a little bit of D3 lore that's been slightly retconned, so... And I think WoW gets this more often, as my understanding, but, um... Yeah, that's a good idea that... It's a, real, it's a really it's a really good idea yeah, that maybe the expansion, you know, the, whatever character you play, you get through the fight with Malthiel and you've got this hint of, you know, your character could turn because it's it's part angel but it's part demon and it's so powerful what would happen. It didn't occur to me that this could right. be what we're fighting. You know, I thought perhaps, like, your character could, like, go evil or something and have some other weird adventure, but um, that it didn't occur to me until this email that that could be what we're fighting against in the next expansion. That's a really interesting yeah. idea. Go around the world and try to put back together Zoltan Cole, maybe? And his third leg. <laughs> yeah. I think we've talked about that before, you know, yeah. find all the pieces. pieces. It's kind of like Legend of Zelda, you know, how you have to go find all the fragments of the Triforce. Yeah. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Hold yeah. it up over your head. Did you? You know, Speaking of which, oh my goodness. I know yeah. that uh, mm-hmm. ever since my departure, we've introduced a little bit of heroically random into the show. Oh, um, right. Hyrule yes. Warriors is a lot of fun. That That's the Legend of Zelda reskin of Dynasty Warriors, essentially. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah. I get to play as Ganondorf. He's I cool. I heard it was. Yeah. <laughs> fun. <laughs> so. That's cool. Uh, coming to us next Tuesday. I don't know when the show will be released, but February 10th. We'll just put the date on there. That way it's timeless. Um, Tavern Talk will have a new um, episode. Well, Tavern Talk will happen again. And it, yeah, they're yep, going to be live on Twitch. Be, so I don't know if it's an episode, yeah, but it's it's going to be Nevelistus with uh, what is it? John Yang, White Chang, and Don Vu, I believe, are the yeah. I think that sounds right to me. I'd have to check, and but they're going to talk right. about yeah. uh, you know what they learned from season one and what they are hoping for in season two. So that should be exciting. Uh, I do believe Nine Ball correctly predicted the start date for season two, so he he went off the wording of of that tavern talk announcement because that happened prior to us knowing when season two was going to start just with the phrasing he was like you know what i bet it's going to be that friday after the tavern talk and he was right so yeah i know we don't often always include the links to the uh player way builds but uh we have a pyrolysis wizard build which is a fire stun build i suppose playing off of perilous paralyzed Paralysis. paralysis paralysis yes that's what i was trying to say i i speak right. good english okay <laughs> so you can go check that out uh, i i may actually have to check this out because you know i might need a stun heavy build for heart yeah for, for season, season two. two so i'm gonna definitely be <laughs> yeah i, I need to do some research so jh i i may be picking your brain soon um also uh well i guess this is not quite as timely as it is now uh there was a guide to end of season one but hey maybe you haven't come back to the game didn't know that season one ended and it did and maybe you don't know what to expect so maybe before jumping back in and i don't know maybe getting in under over your head 
um, you can go check that out. That way you can find out what to expect. So you can go do that. At the very least, you won't be confused about why your seasonal character is no oh longer seasonal. <laughs> and where he went, there, you know? Uh, I, I was checking, I think it was the blue tracker over on Diablo fans, and there was a link to a uh, thread over on the bug forms where somebody said, oh, my stash, it's gone. It's completely gone. He was playing a seasonal character. Like, he had come back to Diablo 3, Reaper of Souls even, and he immediately started mm -hmm. playing a seasonal character. So when season one ended, and then, you know, okay, so, you know, and then, oh, wait, where's all of my stuff in my stash? What the heck? Yeah, he didn't realize that it was all sitting in, in his in-game mail, so, yeah. Right. Well, visually, you wouldn't understand that right. if that was your only character, mm -hmm. you know? If it was, if you have other characters, you'd go, wait a minute, okay, wait, there's a bunch of characters here, oh, wait, right, these are my regular characters, now I understand. But if you only have one, you wouldn't get a visual cue that that yeah. had switched. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, um, we also have a build for a rocket druid. I don't understand the reference there. But it's a demon hunter build, and this was also a player way uh, build submission. That's pretty cool. So, I might have to look at that. I wonder if it's like a pet build, kind of like what I did with the Barbarian in Season yeah. 1. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, there was... Uh, yeah, that might be fun. I, I'm trying to, Leviathan had come up with a pet satyr or something like that, where he was using the Ashira's Vestiments. I think that's the set. I think that's the right name. That, oh, okay. The one where um, you have a chance on hit for your other two followers to pop out, or all three followers, I guess, if you're in a multiplayer game. So... I can't remember what one that is, but I'll take a look at this. This yeah. looks pretty neat. So you can go check that out. Yeah. I, I'm. What was it? I think uh, somebody in clan chat was looking for some advice with demon hunters, and I was like, I'm not the person you go to for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not sure that I am either at this point because I've been playing barbarians for so long. But anyway, but <laughs> you, you, you want to know how to build a fun monk? I, I'm your guy, at least for the time being. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, we mentioned it earlier in the show, but Brasia got to sit down with Dread and later the Tardy, Mister. Oh, I fell or I didn't wake up on time. Um, <laughs> JC Monkey, and got interviewed over on Scythe and Shield, and that's episode seventeen. Awesome. We'll include a link to that. That way, you don't have to track down the link if you don't want to. Right. Just go to our show notes. Yeah, make it yeah. easy. You can just go see, go right there. Yeah, all set. we talked a lot, a lot of really good things in that show. That was fun. Yeah, but it was kind of it went beyond Diablo, so it was you know, it's a really good overall interview and everything. I, I had a good time. Thanks guys for having me on. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, I I was like, oh hey, Bridget got interviewed. Sweet. So now the question is, when is Jen gonna appear on Scythe and Shield? <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll just have to track me down, and we can arrange it if they want. If they don't, that's fine. I don't know how much I'd have to add. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm not like you know super like getting on the leaderboards kind oh, of player and all that. So that, that's you not know? what Dread is know. looking for. He he's looking to you know get to know the player behind the player. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> sure, if they want, I'm I'm open for it. Just yeah, re remember once upon a time. Back in our, you know, first year of our show, we used to bring people on and interview them. That's kind of what Scythe and Shield has done. Not, although Good. they have gone to a 
semi-weekly format where it's not interviews every week, but they fit them in when they can. So That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, if they want to do it, that's cool, but I don't want them to feel like just because Nevik said so, now you got to do well, it if you didn't want to. Well, he kind of does have to. I mean, he's had me and Lantonio and now Brasia on the show, so. I know. Oh, well, then I'm the only one left. Okay, yeah. that makes sense then. Yeah, so, yeah get sure. All the Figure out the time. All good. <laughs> yep. Why not? Mm-hmm. Get the whole that set, you know? We're a collector's item. Right. And uh, Grimaku interviewed Melkor, um... Evidently, he uh, Melkor is the name of his cat, if I if I remember correctly. Right, I remember him uh, saying that on Twitter yeah. that that's the name of yep. his cat. So we've all been calling him by his yep. cat's name for <laughs> forever. Yeah, because he's actu- yeah. he actually goes he goes as Melkorius, or by his real name, I I guess. But uh, Grimiku interviewed him over. Uh, I I didn't even realize that this was a thing, but it is. There's a fresh meet and greet. And, they, and uh, Grimiku did this over on the wizard forums. Well, Very cool. Uh, the, the fresh meet and greet is the idea of, you know, interviewing somebody who's a prominent person in the community on the forums specifically and interviewing them. Right, it's it's wizard forums kind of thing. That's who they're looking for. But I, thought, so I just came across that somewhere and I'm like, hey, yeah. that's pretty cool. So we'll include a link to that so <laughs> that way you can find out more about our uh, multi-song of the show um, uh, creator. Mel- Melchorius I I so meant to ask him so when are we going to get another one of your raps <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. entertaining yep and as we've mentioned already we will include a link to the article over at BlizzPro that debunks that rumor mill that rumor filled blog post which highlights yes. the difference between a blogger and a journalist because journalists are supposed to vet their sources. I think bloggers well, should they too. Should. I do. I think the bloggers should too. I mean, if you're talking about something of this nature, you know, if you're writing a thing about like, you know, what you had for lunch or a funny thing that happened today or something, that's fine. We don't need sources right. for that. But this kind of thing that's going to get passed around on the internet and people are going to be believing it when it ain't true and it's not, you know, sourced. You gotta check that. You just gotta. It's just irresponsible to not have that checked out before you pass yeah. it around and post so, it. There we go. Oh wow, my first show back, and it's almost a two-hour show. My goodness. Yeah, yeah. This one went pretty far. Yeah. So, <laughs> Brasia Jen, you have anything that you want to add? Nah, just looking forward to uh, season two starting up soon. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I. Although we've made mention of it numerous times, um, there we will also include a link to the official start times for all regions on our show notes in case you don't track that down on your own. So that way, that way you can right. have your Red Bull or Full Throttle or Monster <laughs> or, or or whatever, whatever. you want to drink, coffee, maybe tea. You know, maybe you're more of a Mountain Dew or Surge drinker. Or maybe you just like a good old cola, like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, something like that. I don't know. Um, I I would advise against going with Cheetos because, you know, they stick to your fingers. Oh, no. Cheetos keyboard. (laughs) Your mouse and keyboard are orange. (laughs) Aw. If you're going to go with an unhealthy energy drink, you might as well maybe go with carrot sticks. Yeah. Chomp on some carrot sticks. Yeah. 
I'm not fond of celery, but maybe celery's your your bag. You know, you can fill it with peanut butter, make it a little more appetizing. Mm. Now and I'm your hungry. fingers will be all sticky when you're well, trying to play. You, <laughs> the peanut butter. from the celery stick. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. still, I don't know. <laughs> you just just don't don't slather it in peanut butter. I guess. It's, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I'm just having flashbacks from when I used to work at daycare centers, and you'd give. You know, three-year-olds here. Here's some celery with peanut butter, and the peanut butter goes oh, everywhere. Oh my goodness! Yes, <laughs> you know? with kids, no. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like twenty of them in one room. That's where my brain went. Speaking of kids, my son has a new nickname. It's uh, napkins for s- sleeves. Sleeves for napkins. Sleeve for napkins. Oh nap- no. Yep. yep. I swear, every boy does that. Yep. It's like here's a, na- and he's like, no, I don't want it. I got, I got a perfectly good sleeve here to clean my face. Oh. Yep, he's at that age now. Yeah. 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 But uh, uh-huh. there was one more thing that was that I had, until I got distracted by thinking about, you know, uh, sleeves for napkins. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. You were season, talking about season two. There you go. So we we were talking about achievements like way at the beginning of the show, and how I mentioned that I didn't mm-hmm. keep track of it when I was listening to the latest West. Was it? Not not the one that recorded this week, but the last one. Anyways, they were talking about some of those season seasonal only achievements, and there was like mm-hmm. like what you said, you know, complete a hundred bounties in each act. And they, right, and then there's ones for leveling to uh, seventy, and then there's ones for paragon to one hundred, and there's ones for killing a certain amount of monsters yep. in each act of a specific type. Yep. I've been blogging all this stuff because it just yeah. I just found it entertaining. Yeah. I had no idea that there were also achievements for killing specific bosses. <laughs> I, it, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like 50 times each, or sometimes it was maybe only 25. Depends on how deep you have to go to get to them. But yeah, I, I had no idea that those were there. And I was like, wow, I had five, almost six months to complete all these achievements, and I didn't even know that they were there. So yeah, I didn't I didn't get a lot of them done. So but yeah, I tried as much as I could. If you're an achievement junkie, maybe the first thing that you should do after you're creating your seasonal character is go into your achievements tab and clicking over onto the seasons and see what's there. Maybe. Yep. maybe. Look for like the feats of strength one too because that probably won't carry over into a new season. Yeah. So that would be like the first thing to at least be aware of. Yeah, That's I don't right. know if I'm going to chase any conquests either, but yeah. I don't know. Oh well. It's all fun. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. So now that we will almost be full two hours, and you have been listening to episode 75 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. If you've missed an episode, you can find the show blog and show archives over at ShatteredSoulstone.com. While there, you can join our community forums and talk with other listeners. Just click on the community forums button at the top of the site. I should probably really start participating in there a little bit more. I always say that. Never do it. But Yeah, me too. I keep thinking, oh yeah. Yeah, no, well, I, I think there. most of our community interaction is now in games, so. Yeah. Well, we built the forum before there was, like, exactly. plans. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. so if you mm-hmm. do want to join us in-game, join our in-game community, aptly named Shattered Soulstone. Feel free to post short missives up on the community board and join the chat channel to talk with other folks from the community in-game. And let me scroll. We love... Tw- oh, wait. I'm sorry. I jumped I jumped a paragraph. The show is powered by you, the listener. Send in your contributions, thoughts, questions, and feedback to show at ShatteredSoulStone.com. We would love an audio. Just saying. 
Um, we love Twitter, so come join and tweet with us. You can find the show Twitter at Shattered Stone. I'm at Nevik James. Jen is at Queen of Haiku. Brasia is at the underscore Brasia. And our fourth musketeer, who is suffering from bronchitis tonight, is at Lintonio. We would like to extend a huge thank you and congratulations to Medros of Dawnforge Productions for hosting our Loot Deviant show and killing Malthiel finally. You can find more shows from the Dawnforge at thedawnforge.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, from all of us here at the Shattered Soulstone, I have some research to do. I don't have any. Every so often, I like to do something completely out of left field for the song of the show. This is yet another perfect example of that, with this episode's song of the show being inspired by my monk's push into the higher greater rift levels, which then inspired our question of the show for our next episode. As I mentioned in the body of the show, I discovered SIM after watching the anime Rage of Bahamut Genesis, which you can find over at Funimation.com. And I just completely fell in love with the intro to the show. So to give you a little taste of what SIM does, I decided why not make the intro song the song of the show for this episode. Normally I like to give a couple of links to where you can find more from this artist, but with them being a Japanese ska metal band, it's a little difficult to find their stuff. So instead I will just include a link on the show notes for this episode. So without further ado, here is Existence by S.I.M. Enjoy!
this podcast is copyright 2015 Dawn Forge Productions. Thank you for listening. Check us out at thedawnforge.com.